What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Matthew Anthony Hawkins here with another Around Town in Chilliwack podcast episode. Today, we've got Trevor McDonald on the podcast, and I'll tell you, I had a great time sitting down talking all things Chilliwack with Trevor. And I'm wondering two things from you. One, is there someone that you would love to hear on the podcast? Be sure to uh, message me on Facebook, or you can find a form to fill out on aroundchilliwack.ca and uh, promote someone. The second thing I'm looking for is I'm looking for sponsors. The cost isn't high and the exposure is pretty good. So if you're interested in advertising or you know someone that might be, be sure to let me know. That said, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Trevor McDonald. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I've got uh, Trevor McDonald hanging out today here on the Around Town and Chilliwack podcast. How's it going, man? Going fantastic, Matthew. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you, you just came here from a meeting for... Well, we're doing all kinds of city stuff. I mean, you pick it. We, uh, right now, are in meetings for Party in the Park, uh, Canada Day, uh, Chilliwack Barbecue Fest, which we're hopefully going to touch on some of these events today, but it's yeah. going to be a great Chilliwack summer. Barbecue Fest. Okay, I am a huge barbecue guy. I don't know <laughs> if you've seen any pictures I post. Um, the infectious uh, disease I caught from John Martin. Yes. And so what's what's this? What's the Well, Chilliwack he's the Bar- guy to catch it from. I mean, if you're going to start somewhere, that's a pretty high uh, board to jump up to. But uh, so Chilliwack Barbecue Fest, Glenn Ringdahl and the good folks over there at Prospera Center want to put on a, a, an outdoor, hopefully outdoor weather pending. Yeah. Uh, plan B is a beautiful option for inside Prospera Center because it's so big. But yeah. Uh, uh, barbecue, you know, celebrity chefs coming in barbecuing the the meats, um, totally um, locally grown and organically sourced um, food all afternoon. All it's a two day event: uh, Saturday, wow. July 29th and uh, Sunday, July 30th. Cool thing for me is that, that live entertainment all day from eleven o'clock until six o'clock every you know both days. So a, a different band every hour for uh, two days straight. That's fantastic. Yeah. When when's the tentative? Is it tentative right We're now? We're going. Or? It's go. It's already in the planning process yeah. so right when now. Is we it? just walked a lot. July 29th and 30th. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So it's amazing. It, it's right in between, a, you know, a party of the park is just ending and, yeah. and uh, the exhibition just around the corner where we're doing the kind of the same So what's that going to cost to get into? I don't know yet. We don't, don't know. know. I, I talked <laughs> to, talk to Glenn details. at Prosper, you know, I don't know. I, but it's, uh, you know, it's great. It's going to be licensed beer garden. So open, open beer garden concept and also, uh, you know, some beautiful barbecue meat yeah come and grow a food baby yeah there you go i'm already working on it right now right yeah always right yeah that's exactly. too much so coffee for me we'll, we'll get into more what you're working on but tell me more about you uh, what, what do you what do you do <laughs> like you're a longtime chilliwack resident yeah. longtime local musician artist yep, that's right so i've been here since 1977 and uh i think my passion obviously i have a huge passion for chilliwack in general i have a huge passion for the downtown core especially because i grew up there um you know i i just as of november moved away from chilliwack into sardis and, and right and it's quite Quite an eye-opener and quite a difference over on the Sardis side, I must say, but uh, my heart's in downtown Chilliwack, always will be. I've always been waving the flag for the not only the people of downtown, but also the businesses. It, with, without them, we're nothing downtown. So, But, uh, you know, music has been my mortgage payment forever since, uh, you know, since, gosh, now 25, 27 years almost. So, wow. Um, before that... Uh, uh, nightclubs run nightclubs and uh, when that business started to fail a little bit uh, and we kind of I saw the writing on the wall with the direction of where nightclubs were going it was uh, 
you know, I was out. And Had to jump ship. Basically from a well-paid job uh, running a nightclub to unemployed and nobody answering any phones. Wow. So it was a tough go. I was, I was uh, you know, I basically just purposely put a tie on and, and went to uh, work at an old piano store on Young Street, uh, you know, 40 hours a week for $100 a week. Wow. And uh, just to kind of, you know, because that's what you could make on UI back at the time. And, and um then learned how I, a buddy of mine I opened a computer store. I didn't know anything about computers. I started to learn how to, you know, build computers, sell computers, knew a bit about them, and then found out I could do music on computers with MIDI. Yeah. Uh, Look that up, everybody, on Google. But on, on MIDI, <laughs> MIDI basically, in layman's terms, allows me to not have a drummer, a bass player, a piano player, a sax player, and allows me to make a mortgage payment. I can make the same amount of money as a five piece band would make. Right. So I started writing tracks, started playing pubs, and used to be five days a week at work and three <laughs> nights a week gigging, and then it ended up being five nights a week gigging and two nights a week at work, two days a week at work, and next thing you know, I'm a full-time musician. And uh, First time I heard since. you play was at uh, the Copper Room. Oh, yeah. Well, I did a great stint there. I, You know, um, I, I did many, many years of, uh, you know, the, the one-man uh computer show and then I had a beautiful uh, lady singing with me for quite a while Katrine she moved to Scotland and uh, it just I felt like I was kind of missing a limb after she left I really right. felt one man show wasn't as strong as it could be and it was just insecurities on my own part really the show was great but uh, timing was everything and um, how long did you play there oh at the copper room yeah I was there four years almost almost four years to the day actually wow. out in Harrison yeah beautiful beautiful gig and for me I don't read music so for me uh, taught me how to play jazz I learned how to read charts I sang better because I I didn't have to blow my throat out it's a quiet room yeah uh, and and really could focus on on really singing the song well so I looked at it like going to music college for four years and came out with a diploma a bit you know and then I got paid to do it yeah but you know the problem with the copper room for me it was just a bit it was a bit um, stifling do you know what I mean they, they wanted to keep me there I was allowed two Saturdays off a, a year to go and wow and yeah. the community is where my heart is at and I so I had to leave I had to yeah. come back to doing this but the beautiful thing about it Matthew was that when I came back I really appreciated what I had yeah. As far as the one man computer show goes, I missed it. There was four thousand songs in my catalog I could pick from, not forty. Wow. You know, yeah. so uh, ever since then, I mean, I've never looked back. It's been it, and and I'm easily uh, without without question. It has been the last the best two years of my life. This last two years. So. Yeah. So you're also doing radio. Have a great radio show called Nothing But Seventies. Have you heard the show? I have. Yeah. Yeah. So Nothing But Seventies uh, every Sunday morning, nine yeah, to nine, say, nine in the morning till one the, in the afternoon. On usually Sunday mornings, I'll swing over to Starbucks and get a coffee, and then uh, hang out in the driveway nice. if you've got a good selection on. There's always a good selection. <laughs> so you must spend a lot of time in your driveway. A little bit. Yeah. Speaking of driveway, it's on the drive though. If you want to check it out, and you can also stream it at the eight nine five the drive com every Sunday morning. Uh, great sponsors. So I took the the four hours of that that show and then sold it to uh, local businesses and uh, that's awesome uh, yeah really I love it man it's really what I wanted to do even as a young kid I wanted to have a radio show so our last guest that we had on um, Clint he was a host for you one weekend wasn't he, and he how do you again do I never up. got to hear it well I'm not gonna blow smoke but the guy is you know I love Clint Clint's uh, uh, really a personal mentor of mine whenever I need any serious you know life advice and no kidding I, I he's always happy to meet with me but he did that favor for me and i knew he'd be great and he was great he's yeah. got, his voice is is great for radio and but he's, he's got a love for music a great knowledge though of the city at that time and and of that generation of music yeah and he's he's uh he's gonna do it again for me soon so that's awesome yeah 
So what else have you got going on with the city? You said you're you lots, got lots of stuff planning. going on. You know, I've, I've been very fortunate to tie in with, uh, you know, Kyle and Carol over at the BIA, the Business Improvement Association over the years. And, and frankly, that was really the only reason I went back to uh, uh, work with the Business Improvement Association was Kyle's involvement in it. Great guy. And so Party in the Park, I've been with uh, off and on now for 10 years and um, took a little break when I was in the copper room, but I'm back. It's my third year back again now. And so we do that. Every... So when you're back, what do you mean you're well, back? Well, I'm back as booking the entertainment, hosting the show, um, planning the event with the, the BIA, with the Party in the Park committee, right? Making right. sure it's every year has a bit of a different twist, different entertainers really pushed um this year is fantastic i just put the cap on it yesterday actually weirdly enough i just uh 21 bands coming up wow. july 7th 14th 21 and 28 yeah and uh great all live entertainment not to mention all the other great stuff with party in the park including you know the downtown business is getting a real shot in the arm that night and oh I yeah always, i always talk about the businesses downtown and i always say you know it's not about the friday night that's just the rock in the water it's the ripple it's the 51 fridays after that that people are now aware that there's businesses vibrant businesses yeah. uh, open and, and ready for you downtown oh for sure so that's party in the park uh canada day i've had this is my third year involved with Canada Day and I've kind of backed off a bit this year I'm just booking the entertainment side of it again uh, you know there's no reason to go anywhere else I was getting frustrated with half the city leaving to go to Surrey or go to Hope or go somewhere else to watch Canada Day when I thought you've got this beautiful resource <laughs> yeah. and, and great talent and, and great uh, organizers right here in your own town Yeah. so I, I kind of took the ball on that one and uh, the last two years have been fantastic we've had a symphony during the fireworks uh, yeah. really good shows and we've incorporated a day portion of the show as well uh, this and this year, year's a big year. This year's the 150, and, and I've actually backed off on this one. I, like I said, I'm just doing the entertainment portion of, of uh, this year's event, and yeah. uh, we've got some great folks coming in as well. And it's all-day performances and night performances. Starting from? Starting from 11 o'clock in the morning. All Everything happening down at Townsend Football Field yeah. this year. One one location. Nice. And, uh, Eight, 11 o'clock in the morning, you can watch uh, entertainment, eat food, shop with vendors, do all kinds of stuff up until 11 o'clock. Um, and is there transportation night. down to Townsend? Yeah, the uh, the city has arranged, um, as we did last year, the city's arranged uh, special uh, bus services out from Sardis into Chilliwack. Con yeah, so if you rotation, want to ride. Every 20 minutes, yeah. There you go. Right across from Prospera Center, they leave and they, they drop off and pick up right off, across from Prospera Center, which is perfect. Yeah. A block from the venue. So. Oh, that's awesome. Canada Day, very cool. Moving into what I mentioned uh, about... Um, the uh, barbecue fest, of course, you're going to be there. Obviously, not enough to get your wrist. I'm going to have to walk over there. Have to wheel you in there. Yeah, <laughs> no, you have to wheel me out. <laughs> and uh, is there going to be good beer? Well, I don't you said know. there's a beer garden, but do you know what's... Can I be honest with you? If you know me at all, any beer is good beer. Okay. So it's not going. I'm not going to man this beer is bad. You know, but uh, it's it's just going to be. I'm just so you know. I always I, I say hashtag uh, staycation Chilliwack. Yeah. I love Chilliwack, and I, and I think um, people just have to plant steaks this summer because starting with the car show even have you ever been to the village classic car show downtown? along wellington oh yeah. yeah my kids love going 300 cars over 10,000 people downtown chilliwack it's yeah. this year we're, we're we're stepping it up even more adding live entertainment wow. and the city of chilliwack's video screen a full stage yeah uh it's gonna be i mean that's starting 26th of june we're coming up here on my favorite time of year around here because every weekend there's something really outstanding and yeah and i love what what clint mentioned about uh, when he was on your show is that uh really the, the other other cities would kill for this kind of a you know a vibrant 
a passion for for these different groups getting together and putting these events on. Yeah. Other cities would kill for that, especially having you know my wife, bless her heart, is a bit of a summer widow with me because of all the events that I do. <laughs> right. But every weekend there's something to do up until up until September. So yeah, wow, yeah, good stuff. And what about what about you personally? What about like do you have um, music that you do yourself? Like yeah. like you you said you have four thousand songs on your that you, you choose from, but what about your own personal music? Well, Matthew, you know, you're a creative guy. So for me, the problem is, is that I I have a brain that I could go around a campfire and I could literally, if somebody's yelled a tune on, I could fire it away, right? Maybe yeah. not the lyrics, but definitely the music. Yeah. So when I go into studio to write an original tune, I'll get 15 minutes into it and I'll, I've deleted way more than I've kept because, oh, yeah. that sounds like a Crosby Stills now. Oh, that sounds like a Beatles tune. Oh, no, delete, delete. That's that tune. Oh, no. And one that I was so proud of, and I thought, okay, I've finally done it. I've, I've kind of ripped off an Elvis Costello tune, and it's so great. <laughs> and I brought two buddies of mine over from part of my striptease, and I said, what do you guys think? And, and then they showed me the theme from um, the Big Bang, no, not the Big Bang Theory, uh, I don't know, a, a TV show, the last, the extra credits. Okay. It was the same tune. So I must have heard it somewhere. Yeah, it got stuck and in my in your subconscious, brain. I wrote yep. this killer tune. No, dude, it's gone already. So I do write tunes. I have some, I think they're great tunes. I wrote a CD in 2000 called Dallas Road and um, it was a great CD. I, you know, I thought, you know, to me it was pretty witty lyrics and kind of steely Danny. It was never going to be a pop album, but I didn't ever want to be famous. I just wanted to put something out that was pretty cool. Yeah. But technology back then wasn't the same. Like now I envy, man, to be a 17 year old, 18 year old kid right now with Pro Tools or Logic or just to be able to go in your basement and pull off an album like what Adele pulled off. Yeah. But, you know, look what she did. That was with Logic in her basement. And how old was she though? She wasn't 17. No, but she was what, however old she was. She did it herself with her, recorded Mid-20s. it herself. Mid-20s. Yeah. So, yeah. But I'm just saying to be a kid now, you know, back in my day, Matthew, oh, we'd yeah, have, have, to, the same we'd have to rewind a record with our hand to get the song lyrics. Yeah. So, there's no internet. <laughs> oh, I'll just Google the song lyrics and the chords or I'll watch some dude playing it on the video. That's that that wasn't there then yeah. so man i'll tell you to be like, 17 again my kids playing video games they get stuck on something yeah and they're like right away oh i gotta watch this on youtube it drives me nuts i have to go like, find the cheat right yeah yeah as, as a kid it's like you fought that thing for hours sure trying did. to figure it out and there there they go just like and space on the same invaders device and Pac, right? space invaders and pac-man for me at chili bowl as a kid i mean Those i can't tell you it's hundreds of dollars worth of quarters in those machines <laughs> and I think I to this day I'm still level three like on Pac-Man I, I never did it yeah yeah my buddies were the geniuses that way I was not that Space guy. Invaders is a great game sure is man yeah we should play we could we can on the hockade <laughs> that's what it's called you can't see because it's a podcast but Matthew has quite a he, he calls it an office I call it the dream man cave here he's got a beautiful arcade game right behind me here that has about what 4,000 just over 3,000 games. 3,000 yeah. old school arcade games. I'm, not I just, yeah, some newer stuff too. A Mid-90s. guy with ADD for me, I can't even believe I'm talking to you right now and not over there playing right now. So. <laughs> Maybe that's a good thing I didn't turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> so as a creative guy, um, do you find it hard? Like I, even for myself, I do so much work for clients. You're you're, you're paying the mortgage bills. Yep. Um, it, I equate it to the mechanic with the crappy car the dj with no records yeah yeah what so what do you like how do you find time and where do you like because you said you've you've done a record yeah i do right? in, in 2000 let's clarify yeah. in in 2000 so 17 years I, yeah. ago so i built a recording studio in my old house on lewis avenue i built a beautiful recording studio for that purpose 
and I recorded some some one-offs, some some neat tunes, but never never sat down. And you just you said it perfectly. Is it you know mortgage comes first, um, and then your gigs come, and you've played five gigs in a week. Uh, the last thing you want to do is is now sit with your guitar. I was going to say, do you find it hard to pick up your guitar? I, I find it hard to. Um, to create after you've been creating all week long you've used your you know i don't play the same solos all the time i don't play the same song twice in a row so uh, the same way so for me you're using those creative juices all week long to make people happy with the tunes you you know the cover tunes they know yeah when you get home you're you're done man i want to watch a little bit of news i want to eat a bowl of cereal and i want to chill a little yeah. bit you know what i mean so um, is there a part in you that wants to make your own stuff? Of course there is. That's why yeah. I built a recording studio. I mean, yeah. that, that's without a doubt. Even in my, my new so house how do you now, find that? How do you find to the time? I don't know. Is it the time or the energy? like to Disciplined people do great things. I'm not disciplined. And, I, and that's my biggest, honestly, that's my, I mean, I have many, many things wrong with me. But the one of them is not being able to say, okay, every, every day from 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock, you get up, you make your coffee, it's songwriting time. And you put it's work. I mean, let's face it, great, yeah. great songwriters. It's work. Lennon and McCartney was no joke. It was they worked at their craft, and it is a craft. Like what you do, like what I do, anybody does. Anybody you know goes to the gym. It's a discipline that you have to get into. That I've been, I've been frankly, I just been lazy. There is time in my day. I'm not, I'm not incredibly, you know, I'm not Superman. I, I have downtime. Yeah. Um, but I've also got a wife, and I and I have friends, and I have a life. So I I do dedicate a lot of my time to. Uh, you know my work and my community projects and i also want to have share time with people what's the point of having it if you can't share it yeah and so for me to be able to sit down i think the only time i could do it would be like nine say nine to eleven in the morning and are you creatively ready then like me i know some of my inspirations come at two in the morning mm -hmm. and i'm not getting up out of bed to wake up my dogs and my wife to to, to, to pen a hit if you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah so it's it's tough, Matthew. There's a reason why I don't have ten CDs out. I have one out, and I wrote it seventeen years ago. Do you have one in the back of your, I your do, mind of course, right now? Always, I you know always, and you know, man, I don't know, Matthew. I do have it. I, I definitely have. I have the drive to write a CD, and I, you know, I play drums, bass, piano, guitar. I mean, I I have it in my head already. I respect guys like Brian Wilson. He was a genius, and you know, he he had the whole symphony planned in his head before it ever hit paper or ever hit uh, recording devices. So. Like how many sleepless nights do you think that guy had oh, buddy. planning that stuff out, right? You know, well, no kidding. His brain, I just watched a documentary last night. I was up till two in the morning watching a thing on the Beach Boys on Brian. And it's just another great example. But for me, it's a matter of the discipline, which is what he had of, yes, it's in his head, but immediately he went, charted it, recorded it, yeah. Whereas I go, great idea. I put it on my iPhone and my phone memos. Is yeah. I'll sing it and I'll leave it. And I've, I'm not joking. I've it's got still there. 25 in here of song ideas. It's just while I'm driving. Yeah. But I've never sat down and go, let's have a look at those. Yeah. I heard Brian Adams has a wall case full of just licks, just song ideas, guitar riffs, lyrics that he's recorded and shelved. That wow. whenever he gets into a, a bit of a bump in the road, he goes through those tapes. Wow. There's a reason why those people are successful is because they do that. Yeah. So. Huh. Um, you've been successful. Like, don't uh, don't uh, take anything away from yourself. Well, no, I'm, I never, listen, I, I'm very proud of what I've accomplished. Yeah. I, you know, I grew up here in Chilliwack and, and I never wanted to leave here. I, I always knew that, you know, uh, leaving good roots here, you're going to be just fine. Treat people good and, and the, roots, the roots that you, you leave and the people that you meet are going to come back and help you out along the way. So. 
I'm proud of what I've done here. I, yeah. I have a lot of great friends and some incredible business relationships. But and you recently were awarded, uh, and John Martin even, uh, one of the most popular videos to come out of the BC legislature in Victoria well, was where John, what Stan was he Rogers, doing? The Stan Rogers Award, yeah. So it's a great, it's, it's uh, the Chilliwack Chamber of Commerce Business Excellence Awards. They uh the rogers family they they do a a legacy award so you know i makes me feel old but still I'm, i was i was absolutely flattered i got nominated for it in 2015 and won it for 2016 so it was very nice it was i made my wife proud you know and it, it makes my family proud i you know so for me it was an absolute honor and do you and have I, it somewhere that you can see it i have it right on my desk i started every morning yeah what does I it do. make you think about well it makes me think of uh hopefully what everybody would think of is is that I just think of people that I've always looked up to that award I got because of people that I really look up to like like Clint and and uh, I could name a ton of them Brian Minter's another great example of a guy who could really just sit back and rest on his laurels but you go to Minter Garden anytime and, uh, yeah. and there's Brian talking with the some old lady he's there for 25 minutes when you know he could be 50 other places but he's taking the time he's engaging it's not phony it's real yeah and so you learn from things like that. I learned from uh, Rod Logan, the, the Logans down at Home Hardware, when there used to be a Home Hardware downtown. Which is I, now Stickies. Sure, but you know, but back yeah. in the day, I learned, you know, there's customer service. So oh, for sure. Here's a little old lady in there um, talking to one of the young, the new kids saying, oh, I have an air conditioner and it's broken down. And the kid was working the, the sales angle. And Logan comes up out of nowhere and goes, oh, it's Mrs. Johnson, whatever her name was, and says, you had the model 555. I, I, I installed wow. that for you 15 years ago. I'll tell you what, he points to the kid. He says, you go down and get me a model 222 or whatever it was called. Brings it up and he says, and you're over there on Barber Drive, right? I'm going to come and install it for you. Wow. See, that is the essence of stuff that I take. I, the Stan Rogers, it's because of people like that. I learned from that. And I said, yeah. all, all those great points from different people, right? Yeah. So, so I've just kind of, I'm a mold of a lot of really great people, I think. And, and uh, you know, I just feel blessed to be here. I think people, it's an honest sell. I think people know that I feel blessed to be here. Oh, yeah. And my give in the community is there's no agenda. It is, it's, it's just because I'm here and I've been here for so long. I don't ever want to see anything on the decline here. And that's not just in my personal life, but also in the city. I yeah. kind of, it's like your family, right, Matthew? It's like you can say whatever you want about your family, but don't, don't, you know, don't you dare say something about my family. You know I mean? right. So when, <laughs> when I say something about Chilliwack, I've been here a long time, but if somebody comes in and dogs my town, I'm on them like a pit bull. So, yeah. yeah. So everything that, uh, that's going on right now, what's, what's our direction? Like, for me personally, I we've got some fabulous counselors. Agreed, one hundred percent. In our city, I think the best ever, frankly. But I think the best collection of young blood, mm -hmm. which keeps and some the, experienced the blood. counselors exactly. And, and and that's what I mean. Uh, we're we're blessed right now. I think to have a really great city council, and uh, I don't think it, it, you don't have to go too far to. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm a big fan. I'm a big Jason Lum fan. I'm a big uh, Kenny Popoff fan. I'm a big uh, you know, and the, the guys who have done their time, Chuck Stam. You know, the, these guys have dedicated a long time. Mm -hmm. into this Chilliwack building and the development of Chilliwack. Uh, Sharon, you know, as, as not just as mayor, but as counselor as well. So where we're going, as far as I see it, I think that we have a really young, progressive council. Um, I would like to have the next, the next five years in Chilliwack are going to be very defining. I mean, every, every year, of course, in Chilliwack is defined, but the next five years, I think, in Chilliwack are going to be very interesting. It's going to be, like, I think it's, it's a make or breaker almost to me. Yeah. I mean, there's no question that uh, Chilliwack is growing at an incredible rate. 
There's yeah. no question. And there's going to be issues with that. But there's... you know, like every other city, and I think of Gastown in Vancouver, of mm-hmm. how, how, how down and depressed Gastown was. And look at it now. It's gorgeous. The downtown Chilliwack, Mill Street is a beautiful template. Um, a beautiful template to use in the rest of downtown. It really is. I mean, it's been done. Mill Street is a great example of what can be done. Uh, my my thing about destination locations, you know, how many times have you gone to Bravo? And before Bravo, it was Gabacho as a Mexican restaurant. Well, that's the equivalent of going to the Yale in Vancouver when Granville was seedy. But you still went to the Yale Hotel to see what you wanted to see. Right. People are driving down to Bravo even before the kind of crisis of downtown it was still this pretty seedy area to go downtown. And Bravo, you know, Bravo to Bravo, there they are. They're a destination location, which you'll find on Mill Street. A lot of those businesses are destination locations. Yeah. And also West Wellington as well, across from the Royal Hotel, like Lolly's and the record store. Yeah. We have a record store in downtown Chilliwack that's doing incredible. Carl and Classic Sound. Yeah. Right? Who would have thought there, that? I never would have. Three stores to go and check out records. You can go to the Bookman. That's right. Classic Sound and uh, Nuggets. Oh, exactly. Right. And, and, yeah. All in there's walking a long distance. time guy too. There's a long time guy Nuggets who was down on Vetter Road forever. Now he's taken up residence downtown by decades. And yeah, it, that's what that's what I love. I love seeing. You know, I see so much of the opposite of the flood out of Chilliwack going somewhere else. But I, it's nice to see people coming into yeah. Chilliwack from Vetter. Sure. And and uh, one of well, our stats favorite things we do is we'll we'll park in front of Nuggets. Yep. And then, uh, especially when uh, there's um, the farmer's market that happens on Saturdays. So we'll park at Nuggets, we'll walk over to the farmer's market in the park and do our thing there and then hop into uh, Harvest and you get your coffee and then kind of take your stroll down Mill Street and head over to Bookman and Darkside Games and then make our way back. And you know, if you need another coffee, there's Decades and Back into See, you're selling and... the downtown to me right now. I don't need to sell it to you. It's a, it's a perfect it, Saturday it morning. I, I think, you know, I look at uh, even a bit of downtown Langley uh, is starting to adapt to that as well over by mm-hmm. the casino there by the Value Village in Langley. They've got some great, almost a heritage street, I want to call it. Uh, Fort Langley is another great example. Uh, yeah. What they've done with that new building and they've kept it historically relevant, you know, with the yeah, new building totally. that they built there. Yeah. There's some beautiful ideas uh, for downtown Chilliwack. And I, I just, I never give up on a good thing. And, and I, you'll hear it on my radio show. You hear me talk about it all the time. I, I love the city, especially the downtown. Yeah. Moving to Sardis has been a neat experience so for me. Um, it's opened my eyes a bit to the incredible shops in Sardis too. So it's been a real treat for me because I'll always have my down home staples downtown. But now being in Sardis, it, it really is. It, there's a cool eclectic mix of stuff downtown Sardis as well in, in Vetter all around there. Yeah. I played the Jolly Miller for 17 years on Wednesdays and yeah. never ventured past the Miller to go Tuesday to, night, wing night. That, well, I was Wednesdays. You or know, Wednesday, sorry. You no, know, you yeah, see, you were never there. Was it? Is it Tuesday? I thought it was Tuesday. No, I'm totally off. No, yeah, you were there way longer, so. Now you're blown it. You were 11 when I was there, so. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, you know, so yeah, no. I, man, we got a good thing going here, Matthew. Like, you know, look at even things like this right now. We can we can we can have this talk and and uh, people are actually, you know, taking time to have a listen and it, it's so great. So good on you for what you're doing with this series, too. Thanks. Yeah, it's um I'm not a local um boy. I wasn't raised here. I moved here when uh, my wife and I got married, but uh, so 16 years ago and I've fallen in love with this place. Like, yeah. Well, sixteen's a good term, though, buddy. Sixteen's a good term. You know, that's that's a good that's a good ride. And, yeah. And, and that, if for me, that's fun for you. Is it? Is it? You do, even though sixteen years you've been here, you you still offer a fresh perspective on your questions and on also on on the past of uh, on the past in the city here. So. 
Well, that's the thing. Like I'm learning stuff as the longer we stay here, just, um, you know, like with Clint, like eight, 18 years yeah. in local government. Yeah. I think 19, well, yeah, 19. a long time. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And yeah. so it, yeah. that's, that's crazy. And then you get a chance to sit down and talk with them and hear stories and, you know, things like how the cultural center came to be and prosper that whole block. Well, right? he should be able, you know, he's a very modest guy and, and, uh, uh, obviously, it was all of council that, that worked to, to make stuff like that happen. But the seeds were planted. Uh, Clint, as he mentioned in his own interview, I don't need to reiterate, but you know, he was he, he was very influential in the seeds that were some really great projects here in town. And, and uh, kudos to him. We we had a not only an incredible councillor, but a really great mayor for a long time. And 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 no no disrespect, I love uh, the council that we have now. And and I think Sharon is is wonderful. She's one of my favorite people. Um, it, I just we're lucky man we're blessed but a guy like Clint is lucky now because he he's smart he was smart enough to know that good my time's done I'm gonna hang my jersey up and now he's starting to enjoy all the fruits of his labor right? yeah and that's what I'm trying to do I mean I'm, I'm 49 that's you know to me that seems old I know everybody else yeah. they're older than me laugh, <laughs> but, but I'm trying to enjoy the fruits of of networking and um, of building relationships for the past 30, 35 years. Yeah. And so now it's it's been a really nice ride for me to be able to kind of use all those tools, all those all those relationships and uh, put together and, and do my part to, uh, you know, kind of add another layer on the cake, so to speak. So I, I love it, man. Boy, I'll tell you, we got so many good things coming up here in Chilliwack and I just, I can't stress enough, staycation, Hashtag staycation Chilliwack this summer, buddy. It's we have so many great things coming up. Where's uh, where's your go to lunch spot in Chilliwack? My go to lunch spot in Chilliwack. Well, you know, if you you, you don't know me very well, because I barely eat. I'm I'm a one meal a guy, one meal a day guy, right? Okay. So usually, my and my wife will attest that she's screaming at me right now for not eating breakfast, probably. But um, as far as food places go, I'm such a big fan of Mexican food. I just I, I love it. And there's that little Fiesta Loca I love in Sardis. But as yeah. far as as far as downtown goes. Uh, man, I, I tell you, I, I go all over the place, right? Like I eat all over the place. Yeah. I, I, I know the owners of a lot of the restaurants, so you you can't stay loyal to one. You have to, yeah. you know what I mean? You have to go play the, play the, and... play the thing. I will say though, who has a really cool new menu is Coast Hotel. Really? Yeah, Coast Hotel Preston's Lounge on the coast. They've okay. got, just put together a new uh, summer-inspired menu, and, and I play there every Thursday as well, man. You should yeah. come out and check out one of my shows I, I've on seen that, that you, so what time on Thursdays? Uh, Thursdays uh, six to nine at, okay. uh, at the Coast Hotel. They have a great Kenny Popoff and his wife Gail put together a social from five o'clock on. Yeah, where a guy like he wants to go in, have a drink, and, and do some networking, or whatever. And, yeah, and see, I'm not a, I'm a terrible networker. Well, I, you don't. Are you kidding me? I'm awful. Well, this is this is this one is of different best ever. Yeah, yeah, this is I can do this way better than. Go into like a room with a bunch of people. Ah, oh, it's not my thing, man. Buddy, you're living. You know what the funniest thing? The thing that people don't know about me. If there was one thing they didn't know, is that I am the shyest guy they'll ever meet ever. I mean, yeah. my my real people that know my inner whatever they know that, but I'm the same guy. I'm the guy at a party of sixty people. I'm the guy in the kitchen standing by the fridge. Oh yeah. And then people kind of come in the kitchen. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I am that guy. I'm like you. It's I'm I'm awkward in social settings, and, and yeah. unless I'm playing my guitar and singing unless I'm I guess unless I'm the focus I'm awkward right if okay I, if I have yeah. to kind of walk around a crowd and yeah I want to be doing know. something yeah me too yeah yeah um like if I can get behind the camera even in front of the camera I no problem but then you want to just stand around and talk I just yeah well you get to be on you get to be you know Matthew on it's like me you get to be Trevor on but when you're Trevor off I always feel like I still have to be on yeah because that's my shield right 
for sure. Totally. And, uh, I was a four it's foot the tall bubble. ginger going in in, in you know, <laughs> in elementary school, man. With, with when my mom was on welfare, there was no there was no wind there. It was you know what I mean. There was no it was no I was no chick magnet. If you yeah. know what I mean. So I, I grew up as an insecure kid. And I had to use humor as my kind of my get out. And then thankfully, music was a was a say, big one. When did you discover music? When did that come into your life? I had a beautiful music teacher in grade five. Grade five. Uh, you know, I went into her music class and she used to have ukulele, uh, ukuleles along the wall and she used to have to tune them every day. And so I would go in there and I just had, I, luckily I was blessed with a natural ear, but so I could just flick the ukuleles and I could tune them right up on the wall. Wow. So I'd walk around and I'd do, you know, 30, 35 ukuleles in about 15 minutes. I'd just be able to just quickly do them. Yeah. And so she saw that and my family, bless her heart, they weren't, you know, this, this kid is something, you know, they weren't supportive that way. And that's no diss to my family, but that's just the truth. My music teacher, Margaret Pauling at Central School, she she saw it and she was beautiful, man. I, I in many ways, I always say she kind of saved my life because she just encouraged me so much. You know, we couldn't afford a brand new ukulele, tenor ukulele, they were 26 bucks. And I, so I, my mom found me one at a flea market yeah. for $5, a baritone. Yeah. So what did Margaret Paulding do? She puts up a separate video screen with baritone chords. Wow. So I was the only guy in the class playing a baritone ukulele. Why? Because she didn't want to out me. But rather than out me, she supported it. Yeah. Made it, made it special, right? Yeah. That's the beautiful people. Like that's that's where teachers. Yeah. Are. There's another person that they don't that's get enough credit. Yeah. Surely. Oh man, are you kidding me? So in grade seven, I almost tried to tank. I tried to fail grade seven because I didn't want to leave elementary school. <laughs> so she brought me to Chilliwack Junior. Introduced me to the music teacher. Set me up with the instrument I wanted. Paid for private trumpet lessons when wow. I took trumpet like she was a, a really fantastic so that's when music hit for me and I knew that I had a gift but I, I was also a brat I didn't I didn't jump on that I didn't you didn't see how good it was exactly yeah. I didn't cash in on it I didn't study learning how to read music I didn't go with it I I just it was easy for me do you yeah. know what I mean so I yeah. took the easy route and I that I regret but I fixed it later so it's all good yeah kudos to Margaret Paulding and kudos to teachers and, and so when was School. the first time you picked up the guitar ukulele as a kid and then of course uh you know the baritone ukulele is the yeah. last four strings of a guitar no so. but i mean like full-on guitar full-size guitar when was the first time do you remember yeah oh yeah great uh great probably grade six probably and uh, my brother bought me one my brother brought me one for christmas an electric wow. guitar so i yeah. went right to the electric right yeah. which is smaller neck because i have small answers easy to play yeah and it was you know that was it and i just i took off from there because my brother was competition for me he was 20 years older wow so i and i you know it didn't take long every time we'd see each other where you could see the progress was quite huge and yeah so from then it was that was it and i actually quit playing guitar for a long time for five years i didn't even own a guitar when i was in the nightclubs and the pubs wow you know, running that so yeah yeah it was crazy but then went back to it when i realized i could make a living off it yeah and here we are fast forward now and bragging about things i can do on your so what about other uh, local musicians in town? Who who sticks out? Who's ones that you like? Uh, well, you know what? I have the pleasure of booking a lot of them, right? Because mm -hmm. I, I book our local casino here. I book some rooms in town and I book almost every event in town as far as music goes. So we have a ton. And this is uh, another thing that I love to stress. I'm glad you asked me that because look no further than your own backyard for incredible talent. I. I, Andrew Christopher always comes to mind for me because he's just a great guy. He's mm -hmm. been through a lot and he reminds me of a younger me as far as his dig. He's always playing somewhere. He's always got something in the fire and, and I just, I really respect him. I think he's a great guy and uh, we have Dylan Waitman who just finished touring. Incredible drummer. You know, just a, and a really great guy to boot. Uh, there's so many, there's at least 20 bands in town, 20 working bands. I mean, that's unheard of. Yeah. So, 
I, I couldn't even name a list. Andrew Christopher, as soon as you asked me, that came right okay. to my yeah to my mind. Just because he's a great guy, and I think he deserves to be famous. I, you know, Todd Richard's another guy in, in Agassiz, who country guy, right? Yeah, we have lots of gems here, man. And and I never wanted to be famous, so that's a uh, good friend. Friend of mine's uh, the bassist with uh, Six Gun Romeo. Oh, there you go. So John John Dykstra is a great friend of mine, but I know see, I know John Dykstra from being an incredible basketball talent as a kid. Really? Yeah, well, John was a, boy, he was a 27, 28 point a game guy, if not more. Yeah. Incredible, incredible athlete. So I didn't even know John sang. Fast forward how many years, and he, and I'm doing inquiries for Party in the Park, and there's Johnny with Six Gun Romeo. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, they uh, recently, they got to do a trip over to uh, Belgium. That's right, yeah. A little European tour over there, and... He's, they play a lot on the West fantastic. Coast. They're fantastic. I booked him at the casino. I had him at Party in the Park last year, actually. Yeah, that's Just right. Just a great bunch of a great bunch of guys, and it, John's so, you know, charismatic too. Oh, what a great addition to that. He puts band. on a show. Oh, sure he does. Yeah, and that's what you're supposed to do. Every band should do that. Every band should be given or like it's your last show, and that's not even a cliche. That's a truth. Give it like it's your last show. Go up there and sell something. Yeah. Don't be you know, jeans and runners and just kind of you're lucky I'm here. You know, it's not that at all. It's you should be blessed to be where you are every gig, be it uh, the Legion for twenty people or you know, party in a park for five thousand. So. Yeah. Well, that's one thing that I've just from knowing my buddy, he says they'll sometimes they'll show up and there's fifteen people there. Yeah. But he's like, we have fun. We we go out there. You know, we get to do this for for a living partially, right? Kudos to the 15 people so, too. Yeah, exactly, you, know I mean? you just got an amazing show. It, exactly, not just that is it, you know, so so you're almost punishing that 15, but if you're, if you're the, if your attitude's wrong, you're almost punishing them for showing up. Yeah. Oh, this is all we have, 15 people. Yeah. Well, you know, here we go, so here's a half-assed show, you know. No, man, those 15 people, they're the seeds of what you do. You know, the business of music, that's the problem, is that a lot of bands out there do not see the business side of it. And, you know, I get a lot of guff all the time about always having bands make sure that they bring people in, right? And I'm watching totals. I'm looking at Excel sheets on, you know, the totals in bars that I book. It's that important. And it, social media now, there's never been, frankly, it's never been easier to promote to your fan base. Oh, yeah. So do the work, do the footwork. You know what I mean? It isn't about just pressing posters anymore. It's about actually getting out there and and, and creating a fan base. And yeah. there's, like I said, there's never been a better time to do that with social media. With with, uh, so get out there, do your road work, do your hard work. The gig is your your payoff. The gig's your candy, but that's ten percent. Yeah, it's the ninety percent before you get on stage that makes that work. Hmm. So ninety, it's iceberg, man. The tip of the iceberg. There's your there's you on stage that titanic sinking piece underneath yeah <laughs> that's your social media I, digging this could be like a whole podcast series for you how to like training upcoming bands upcoming you music know talent. here's the funny thing i'm just a guy giving advice and i i'll tell you as far as music goes i can tell you what i've seen but it's only I, i've also i've never done a cross canada tour uh, you know i chose to buy a house at 22 here in chilliwack and and stay here so i don't have any road stories i can't tell you about the road and frankly, I, you know what? I wrote one CD in 2017, so I'm not the guy to say, hey, here's what you're doing wrong. <laughs> but I can tell you one thing I have done for over 10,000 shows, and that's play tunes like Brown Eyed Girl and play you know, my again, own stuff. And, and again. again. But you know what, though? <laughs> that's the secret. You, know, you don't keep making mortgage payments. You know, I base 90% of my, my bookings on repeat business, on repeat clients. I've had corporate clients now for almost 20 years, the same people that I booked every year. Yeah, They love that show that you did and they want you to do it again and the I next year. I don't right? take breaks either usually. I mean, if anybody's seen the show, they'll know there's been times I've gone three and a half, four hours without 
taking a break. Yeah. So you, you, it's the love of what you do, man. It's it. And if you're lucky enough to have that love and it isn't like doing concrete work, then you'll be just fine. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's one thing when I was a teenager, I swore um, my dad, he was a drywaller and uh, see him come home. I Sometimes he'd drag me to the job site and I swore as a teenager, I'm never getting into trades and i want to i want to make things i want to like create art and so and look at you now right yeah so it's 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 but it's a discipline like you said earlier too right you got to work at it well you have look you're you're the master of your own destiny to a to a degree i mean i i really believe we're on this journey i I think we just get to be a part of it but i think in, in certain aspects we get to control our destiny for me i'm the youngest of 11. Wow. Yeah. So I'm in my my family. Most of them are were myself. My two sisters are a second generation almost because uh, you know my old, I'm tw- I'm 49. My oldest living brother now is 69. Wow. So we have there's a 20 year gap where they left for BC. I'm from Ontario originally, and uh, my f- older family left us. So there was me and my two sisters really were the second generation that came to Chilliwack, and so for me, I lost one of my my brother who in our family did everything right went to university uh, when, when he was he was a stonemason when he was too strong uh, too weak for that he went back and retrained himself at back then it was called fraser valley college but he became a social worker went back to nanaimo started over again with his family small house starting as a social worker died of 40 48 years old of a heart attack wow they they couldn't read his ekg chart they said just go home relax will phone you at the results. He never made it home. So I just remember thinking, man, I tell you, this this guy did everything right by the books and, and didn't didn't live to see, didn't relish the fruits of his labor. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that changed my whole life completely. So yeah, I, I bet. Said, How old were you at the time? Well, I would have been, oh my gosh, I, I, young, young, young-ish. I don't yeah. remember now, gosh, in my, in my early 20s anyway, maybe late 20s, but that it changed my whole perspective on everything. And I said, look at it whatever I'm doing now, I don't need to be rich. I need to be heart rich and I need to be life rich. Uh, I had incredible problems with anxiety, incredible anxiety attacks. And and um, just getting out of the nightclub environment for me and getting into um, realizing that everything that I do in my life, I'm going to have complete control over it. I, I don't really want a boss. I don't want a nine to five job like yourself. I and, and I'm going to find everything that I love to do in my life, and I'm going to try and find a way to make money doing it. If I can yeah. do that, I'm laughing. So fast forward now at 49, I have a wonderful radio show, which ties into my playing live music, mm-hmm. which feeds my community events. And in turn, they all feed each other. You know, yeah. I, can, I can talk about my gigs and my live events and my radio show, and I can talk about my radio show. You know what I mean? It's, it's so cyclical now, and it's so um, it's gratifying for me, but I'll never be rich. I'll tell you that much right now, but I'm... I'm heart rich and I'm life rich, right? Yeah. So like you, I just gave you the longest winded thing ever, but <laughs> my, my point being, of course, is just you have to, for me, I couldn't live in a box. I couldn't do it. I would have, I would have panic attacked myself to death, frankly. Yeah. So um, I, I'm grateful for having the opportunity, but also again, for having the drive to say, okay, if we're going to make this work, yeah. there's mortgage payments to be, yeah. to be paid. Well, that's the thing. So many people, um, that I'll talk to go, oh, I wish, I wish I had your job. Yeah. And then I tell them, well, you know, like sometimes it's a 6 a.m. till 10 p.m. kind of day. Like you don't stop. Like you, you got to put the time in. And they go, oh, well, I just figure you like, you know, roll down to your office whenever you want. Like, it's a well, funny life. Sometimes. <laughs> I, I, I get my famous one. My, my famous one is, oh, what, what do you do for your real job? What's your real job? I'll be playing a gig somewhere. Yeah. What's your real job? 
And I used to get insulted about the first 10,000 times I heard it. And now I just, I kind of, now I giggle. I mean, you know, well, my real job is, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, a brain surgeon, whatever you say. But for me, man, this is a real job. It's a 24 seven go. It's not, there's no, and not just that, there's no holiday pay. For what, yep. for what we do, there's no holiday yep. pay. If you're off, you're off. No employment sick, insurance. That's right. That's exactly it, man. Yeah. So this is a this is a roulette game every day. It's a constant hustle. Yeah. But um, I think the thing that makes it successful is that it's an honest again. It's an honest sale, right? So people do flock to you. People do come to you because they know what they're getting. And after all these years of building those blocks, now the phone rings way more than I ever have to phone out. Right, and that I feel fortunate about. This was yeah, but you did. Like, how much down. work did that take to get to that point? Right. Well, you can imagine. As same with you, it's it's endless hours of phone calls of doing. I mean, I did. Man, I tell you, I bet you I've done a thousand gigs for free. Yeah. You know, just just to not just obviously to help and... the cause, but obviously to promote my my own my show. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I played in front of Save On Foods. I you know, and up to to uh, yesterday, I just played out in a sidewalk for a gig out in front of in Eagle Landing. Yeah, I'm certainly not afraid to do it because I love doing it. But um, you know, you do what you have to do. And I good advice for me for any young person: go buy a house. There's yeah. there's your motive. There's your motivation. Yeah, every it, it every, comes every every month exactly. Apple <laughs> Bauer biweekly. However, yeah, however you, however you want yeah. your panic attacks, you can have the weekly, <laughs> biweekly. Yeah, but go buy a house, and it's amazing how quickly you you start to get the hustle going. And oh, for sure. Yeah, there's no laying back, man. And now fast forward again, 40, 49 years. I'm almost fifty. I'll be fifty in October. So, so what's next for you? Bigger picture. Uh, bigger picture for me. Um, gonna enjoy my my 50s intensely I really think that finally after a long time you know I'm lucky man I'm blessed I, I got a great life so I stay healthy as, as healthy as I can stay yeah. for a guy who does what I do but uh, enjoy my 50s we'll see about um, maybe dibble dabbling in a little Chilliwack stuff here and um, I'm always going to be a Chilliwack guy so just more community stuff more and more and more stacking that on less music stuff less, less time at night more time at day yeah and um and writing writing music is is happening one thing i love about clint now too going back to clint for a second is you know you mentioned earlier now that he's kind of almost in retirement mode he's going to be able to play that guitar a lot more and yeah. nothing makes me happier than to see him playing guitar so he deserves that right so yeah. the next 10 years for me i'm gonna bust i'm gonna bust some ass and i'm gonna make sure that when i'm 59 i can sit back and I can write tunes all day long if I want to but yeah. this next 10 years for me I'm really looking forward to and I can I can say that pretty honestly well, I, want, I, I, I want to see something from Trevor McDonald well you'll see something without without question it not you know not just a vow on your podcast but it's a life vow for me anyway I you know I have the tools I yeah. have to drive and, and, and I really just need more time on the creative side yeah to really just totally. sit back and enjoy playing piano I'm looking forward to it yeah, you'll be you'll get the first copy. <laughs> All right. So one more time, what's going on this summer? Where can people find out the stuff that you're working okay, on? Okay, so if you go to uh, trevormcdonald.com, there's a calendar on my website. Uh, check that out. Uh, every Tuesday night, I'm up at Cultus Lake at the Lakeside Beach House. Uh, sorry, Lake, yeah, Lakeside Beach Club. Uh, Chris Evans and the staff there are fantastic. Every and Tuesday great food night, too. Buddy. Yeah, brilliant. On the patio every Tuesday night from uh, seven to ten. Uh, Thursdays, I'm at the Coast Hotel uh, in Preston's uh, from 6 uh, to 9. 
we, as far as city events go, we have a ton coming up. Uh, June 26th, uh, June 25th, rather, we have the uh, Fortin's Village Classic Car Show downtown Chilliwack. It's this, it's a Sunday, 10,000 people, 300 cars, incredible. We move into Canada Day at Townsend Park on the 1st. We move into the Party in the Park series, Central Park, July 7, 14, 21, 28, uh, over 25 acts, some great dance stuff. All kinds Food of trucks, stuff. Food vendors. trucks, beer garden, all kinds of great stuff. Downtown Chilliwack really pushing the BIA initiative with that one. Yeah. Um, moving into the 2930 with Glenn Ringdahl and Prospera Center, we have Chilliwack Barbecue Fest, the first one, first annual, yeah. with, uh, gosh, uh, 15 bands and uh, all the barbecued meat you could eat. And a beer garden. And a beer garden. <laughs> then we move into the Chilliwack Exhibition where we've got some incredible talent again. Uh, Nicole and the great folks at the Chilliwack Exhibition, the uh, 11th and 12th of August. Mm -hmm. I don't know about Flight Fest this year, frankly. I don't know that whether we're flying or we're not flying. But either way, from June 26th to August 15th, there is a ton to do in Chilliwack. Yeah. So don't you go anywhere. Camp, you don't need camp to. Camp at home. <laughs> yeah. Camp, I'm, I'm going to stay here in the man cave. I'm staying here. <laughs> I'm just going to phone my wife. I'm, I'm staying in the man cave, man. Well, Trev, thanks so much. Thank you, you, yeah, you're an inspiration to the community, and uh, I just wish you all the best and everything you do. Well, you know, we, we have to go truly go grab a beer together one time. I'd yeah. like to just sit. I'd like to. I think somebody should interview you, frankly. But uh, <laughs> thanks for uh, giving me the opportunity to talk. I love that. I love it's not just a minute. You know, you get to actually babble a little bit. And uh, thanks so much for doing this series. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. It's a pleasure. All right, man. All right, thanks. <laughs>